Welcome to Lester the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ Ewing, your PJ DJ. I have the highest pleasure in introducing a band to you called College Level. And in fact, we have the lead singer, Taylor Howard, from College Level for an hour. So fortunate are we. They're out of Boise, Idaho. They're new. Their sound is amazing. You just heard four tracks, and I bet you're thinking, that's good stuff. Do I know those songs? Is this some huge band coming to us from far away? Indeed, they will be huge. They have a great sound, and we're going to get to go behind the sound with Taylor and then listen to a couple tracks, one from Taylor and one from me, uh, that are sort of related to what they're doing in Boise. So let's listen to my conversation with Taylor Howard from College Level. Hello, this is PJ, PJ DJ, as some will call me, Taylor. Believe it or not, I know it sounds a little ridiculous, but I'm going to stick with it. You are listening to it's Lester catchy. the Night Flight. It's catchy. It's catchy, right? Already. I'm with Taylor Howard from College Level, and we're going to talk about his band and the guys that make up the band and the songs that are marvelous that we're all going to get to hear. It's all going to happen here on Lester the Night Fly. Anyways, Taylor, I'm really glad you're here, man. Thanks for, for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for making some time for me. Oh, you're welcome. I uh, have been listening to Taylor's music, his band's music for the last week. It's delightful. It's fun. It's thoughtful. I'm, I'm just, I'm really in love with the sound, man. And I, I'm excited for everyone to hear it because I know that this audience that's listening to this show, wherever and whenever, it's going to be the first time they've not heard your music. I'm pretty sure. Uh, although you have lots of listens on Spotify. I, I mean, this is a uh, you're new. You guys have been doing this for a couple of years and it's uh, you're just emerging, I would guess. Right. Yeah. I like to think we're just getting started. Just yeah. uh, starting the grind. <laughs> yeah. The first song I want to listen to is called Problem Child. I like a lot of the music. This is, in fact, my favorite. I, I can't stop uh, listening to it. This is from the most recent EP, three songs. Uh, this is the Good For You EP. Problem Child, that's that's a song that uh, Alex, Alex is the, the lead guitar player. He's the one that I started the band with. 
Problem child is something we've kind of had in our back pocket for a while. We just wanted to make sure that we had the right uh, person to help us produce it and record it. And it took me forever to write the lyrics. And I, I have been known to procrastinate that specific task. But yeah, that's that's a usually usually a show opener for us with Problem Child. We've we've always felt like it was a, a you know pretty upbeat sounding, very true to like the indie pop vibe that I think we've kind of reached for in this in this project. Yeah, very much so. Well, let's let it begin our show, Problem Child, here on Lester the Nightfly from College Level.
you know, the video is so cool. Uh, tell me about that. I mean, it was it whose idea oh, was it, and how'd you guys put that you. together? It's really clever. Okay, so yeah, the video was a lot of fun. We all drank way too much. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so Alex's sister. Dana, she has her bachelor's degree in uh, dramatic writing theater, you know, so and she's just a fantastic director. So she was the one that that directed the video. Her name is Dana Smith. Tyler Stefanelli was the the guy that did all the shoots, the video. Alex was chatting with him and was basically stressing about the video that we were going to try and shoot for it. And Tyler was like, when is it? So we flew him up. And he helped us with it. The worst part was uh, that the water in the swimming pools was extremely cold. Cold. I don't know if you could tell by the look on my face or not, but <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't tell. But yes. I can imagine a, a, a kid's pool with dye. And I think was it all white clothing that you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm not an actor, so I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't quite mask the pain as well as I'd hoped I would, but. Well, no, but the, the beautiful part was then when you guys you know, played the song, you're wearing the the clothes that have been you know, dyed with the various colors. Oh yeah, and it yeah. was fun. We shot that in my backyard. It was, it was your backyard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was Problem Child, a really terrific track. What's the reaction to Problem Child when you play it? The reaction that we get live, I think we have really shown our strengths as a live performing band you know and we we all have always wanted to be that way like we've always wanted the live version of a song to just be better than the recorded version what kind of surprised us in the good for you ep is that uh we we really thought that problem child was going to be the most listened to out of it and good for you has has kind of surprised us in in being the more popular of the three tracks I saw that in your numbers on Spotify. I was surprised too. So let's listen to it. This is Good For You from the EP that just, well, it came out in the early part of 2020. This is College Level.
Lester the Nightfly has great broadcast partners, such as WPVM 103.7 FM in Asheville, North Carolina, WHPW 97.3 FM in Harpswell, Maine, KYGT 103.9 FM, The Goat in Denver, Colorado, KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Radio in Bend, Oregon, WBDY 99.5 FM, Binghamton, New York, and KFOI 90.8 FM in Modesto, California. August 2nd, 2019, I think it was, that we released uh, the Gosh EP. Which I love the name, by the way. Adored that name. That was going to be our band name, actually. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Our bassist, Jared, uh, we were just going through, you know, any possible band name that we could come up with when we were, like, officially decided that we were going to be a band. One of the ones that Jared came up with was Gosh, just all lowercase with a period at the end. And then we bookmarked that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then came back around to it for being a, a EP title later on. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great track. It's a great track. This is Valley Quality. We're listening to College Level. Meanwhile, I'm not trying to hurt you. 
Valley quality in my skin, my eyes, my bones are thin. I'm sorry I couldn't find the words to please you. So, Taylor, I want to just I want to quote a couple facts for you, okay? Just just listen to this, and then I've got a, a sort of a bone to pick. To does it have truthful. something to do with Michigan? It does, in fact, <laughs> okay. it right, does good. very much. Where I grew up in Michigan, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, so sorry. We, and you know, we were the twenty sixth state. Idaho, forty third. Taylor, okay, and Michigan's got ten million people, and you know what? They're hopping mad. Taylor, because they're listening to your song and they're wondering what you've got against the great state of Michigan. Uh, I'd like to hear your your rebuttal, your response. Oh, to man. I mean, I wish that the 10 million people of, of Michigan would listen to to Valley Quality. That would be great. Um, <laughs> yes. And then I will I will happily write a formal apology to them all. Um, so what's going man, on here? What, what, so what, Valley Quality is an old, old track. I wrote Valley Quality when I was like 17. Wow. Uh, I'm 26 now. So uh -huh. Valley Quality has been around a long time. It's been through a lot of different like manifestations of itself. I've always used the same chords, but it's always kind of been built around that second fret. I've always been acoustic, folky, folk rock style. And so Valley Quality actually kind of started as that. And then when we picked it up as, as college level, it, it we really went heavy into the indie rock songwriting Usually my throwaway answer is that I'm not really happy with the water quality of Flint, Michigan. There you go. So the Flint, Michigan water crisis is like usually what I quote when I tell people what the song is about. This is a protest song. This is going to totally. stand oh, tall totally with the is. great protest songs in history, right? I mean, that's where we're headed with this. Yeah, I tried to, you know, like, you know, put on like my my punk rock pants and <laughs> my my denim jacket without sleeves on it and yeah. i just lit a cigarette and wrote valley quality there you go so it's yeah a good look man it's a good look for you i think <laughs> thanks a lot work. sure sure tell me about the band uh you know those guys are not represented you've got to stand up stand tall oh yeah everybody no, who are these guys let's talk about my my friends i mean yeah. these, these guys are my best friends i mean like i they are all very much just as much college level as I am. Like, this is not just my project just because I'm the vocalist of the band. Alex, I mean, we wouldn't be where we were if it weren't for Alex. He is just the guy that goes and gets us shows, that gets us connections, that get the, has found us the producers that we've worked with. The, You know, we've we've gotten so many cool, awesome connections just because Alex is is a go-getter. He goes and finds people and just has the the guts to just message them, you know or DM them on Instagram or something like that. You know, uh, I met Alex because I dated his sister for four years uh -huh. and then he and I just became fast friends. Yeah. And his sister is Dana Smith, the one that, that, uh, directed our problem child music sure. video. And she and I are just still good friends. You know, we, uh, 
you know, I'm very lucky to have such a close relationship with her and her brother and I just became really good friends really fast. And he is a classically trained, brilliant guitar player. And I'm a self-taught sloppy guitar player that has mm-hmm. just learned a lot from Alex. But as a musician, he has challenged me to the point of really benefiting me a lot while also annoying the hell out of me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joel, he was actually in the theater department at Boise State University, and I met him while I was in college there. He uh, has a big mu- musical theater background. His first instrument is actually piano. So oh. we hmm. sat him down at a drum kit one day and said, you play drums now. And he's <laughs> done well for us as a drummer. It's so. percussion. It counts, right? Percussion. And then Jared, uh, Jared, Alex, Alex brought us Jared. Jared was um, just a coworker of his and, and Alex, you know, we, we needed a bassist. We wanted to make an actual band. So Alex just kind of casually was talking to Jared and Jared was like, yeah, I play bass. And then we, we kind of all just like really hit it off like really good chemistry with all of us. And I mean, Jared plays bass better than I play guitar. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's fun to watch him and Alex recording their parts because of how intricate they are that you don't Mm -hmm. really realize it when you're actually playing the songs. So, (laughs) well, I could tell from the videos that you guys really like each other. You get along. It's, you know, and, and forgive me if I, don't have the right language, but it there's a uh, an innocence. I want to say there's a, a a kindness. There's a joy, and those are probably not words one associates with you know indie rock, indie pop. But <laughs> it's what I observed when I was watching the two videos that you guys have. And you know I am remiss. I don't want to gloss over it because good for you was again extremely clever. That's why I brought up. Uh, okay go earlier because you guys are playing with fruit and you're in a field and you're you're plugging it into the fruit your instruments and uh maybe you have a couple comments about that i, I would hate to, to skip oh over yeah that. yeah no that was uh so that was our friend um joe dyer that that shot that video um and i actually went to high school with him so and he and i just kind of reconnected and bumped into each other again just in the in the musical uh scene here in Boise uh he was was doing some other video shooting for us like in April of 2019 um for some show on BSU's network I don't really know exactly what the exact details about it but we basically played a live set and he was there and shot it and uh we just reconnected with Joe um and he wanted to shoot our music video a music video for one of our songs and his his uh kind of thought was that we all had like rather than like a spirit animal we had a spirit fruit (laughs) and we'd plug into our spirit fruit and and play and that was that was what became the good for you video yeah and also we were like wearing shirts that were way too tight for us and (laughs) it was great yeah i i was really really representing my beer belly in that in that uh, (laughs) video so Wherever you're listening on LesterTheNightfly.com, I'll have links to or copies of both of those videos so you can take a look at them. And um, and that's a, that's a good thing to do because uh, it, it's hard to describe a music video, but you can certainly watch it. <laughs> We've listened to three tracks so far. Problem Child, Good For You, Valley Quality, going back to the, the Gosh record from college level. Let's go to Desi from the most recent collection from this past year, 2020. This is Desi from the record, Good For You. 
talk about it all night But the feeling in your gut isn't lying The little smile says it might be You said that you're nothing if you're not real But someone's got a feel For the both of us Desi, don't you know There's forever Taylor, did I hear? I couldn't tell what I heard. Was there a keyboard in there or some? It was like a different kind of pinging. Oh, what was yeah, that man, instrument? There's a lot of stuff. Uh, once you start working with a producer, they start coming up with all kinds of noises and sounds and stuff that you want to add as textures into your songs. So, hmm. yeah, all those are right. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I haven't asked, and I'm really curious who is writing or how are you writing? Are you guys all collectively putting this together? Who's doing the lyrics? How does this all kind of happen? 
Desi was not actually written by me. I came up with the vocal melodies for the verses for Desi. Desi was actually a song that Alex wrote for his uh, now ex-girlfriend. Um, I was wondering uh, who Desi was. <laughs> yeah, yeah RIP. Uh, yeah, her name was actually not Desi. Um, Desi is a... Uh, let's see if I'm going to get this right or just apologize in advance. Desi <laughs> is a architectural term because Alex is an architecture nerd. That basically means something that you think is very important. And he used that yeah. term, architecture yeah. nerd Alex, mm-hmm. used the term. In a it's... cute and endearing way to write about his girlfriend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So for the most part, Alex and I really, we're kind of like the incubator of where the songs kind of begin. Once we take it to Jared and Joel, that's when we're kind of more sure and more confident about it. And then they're kind of like just another step in like the distilling process and then once we get past them, then we eventually plug it into uh, the software, the recording software. And that's where the song really kind of starts to flesh itself out. We start, you know, you, you start being able to focus on the what ifs. What if we did this? What if we took this out? You know, so we all really have a collective input in the creation of the songs. Like Joel being a musical theater background, he is just really, really good at coming up with harmonies and stuff. So. Interesting. Do you, is the tool that you're using pro tools? Is that where it ends up? Uh, we all use different ones actually. Mm. Uh, for the one that we use the most is studio one and that's mm. on Alex's uh, computer. And mm-hmm. that one has been really useful. I mean, really all recording softwares out there are really good nowadays. There's, it's hard to come across a bad one. Like mm. They're all, they all kind of copy each other. They all kind of do the same thing almost. Well, Taylor, you opened a door there. And I'm going to walk right through it. We're going to walk through this door. And that is, you mentioned two bands, Wallows and No Vacation. Is that right? Yeah. I've never heard of them. And that's (laughs) my own failing. So you're going to pick. How dare you. I know. Outrage. The the, the nerve of this guy, this this, uh, Lester the Nightfly guy. Um, What? Give me a song. Give us a song because we're going to play it. Where should we go? Either band, pick your, your track and we're going to play it. All right. Well, I'll give you, yeah, I'll, I would say a Wallows track uh, is one that I think Alex and I have really kind of, and on the new record that we're working on right now, uh, Alex and I had like a moment just the other day while we were recording going like, oh, that's a very Wallows uh, thing we just came up with. Um, Pictures of Girls by Wallows. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Or Uncomfortable. You can do that one too. That's my favorite one by them. So. Oh, well, why don't we do that? Uncomfortable. Yeah, I changed my mind. Sorry, last minute. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're going to do Uncomfortable by Wallows. Thank you, Taylor Howard. Let's take a listen.
good song. It's a great, it's a, they're a great band. I, I really do like them. And where are they from? Uh, they're from LA. Oh, okay. Um, actually, their their singer is like on that. Uh, what's that show called on Netflix? The Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, they are basically how we got in touch with Stefan in in um in Los Angeles. I see. So yeah, Stefan with North Dwarf Studios. He's the one that got us. Uh, I see. He's he's the reason the Good for You EP came okay. to be. So. Have you ever heard of the L.A. band that had a record back in 1992 that was a big hit called Dada? I think I have, but I'm I'm not. You know, it's really weird because, like, I'm a person that really romanticizes the 90s, um, <laughs> wishing mm-hmm. I had more time in the 90s to grow up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know enough 90s bands, so I should be I should be better than that. No, you shouldn't. Uh, but but I will I tell like, you a I little bit like about I know them. Who that well, is. you're gonna when I tell you a song, this is the best chance we have of you actually knowing this band. And the song is called Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. I just want a da da da. I'm just going to Disneyland. No. Oh, and it's spelled D-I-Z-Z-K-N-E-Land. Yeah, that was their hit. But the record, the only reason I bring them up. Um, the truth is, is that, and it's not really you guys at all, but there was something that, that suggested Dada when I listened to your music. It might have been Problem Child. I'm not sure. But I, I, I got a hint of them, and they were really one of my favorites. I love that record. It was, it was called Puzzle. There's one called Timothy, a really poignant story about a kid who makes up stories because he's got, he's got a broken home. Disneyland. Uh, you don't have to go back and listen to it, but I, I do think oh, no, I'll listen, you I'll find listen some value in that record. It's it's yeah. Absolutely. And there's one called posters. Come on in my room and see my posters. It's it's very, I don't know, 17 year old kind of sound in, in, in some cases, yeah. yet it's very sophisticated. The musicianship is great. Totally. I have a feeling that I'll play it and then I'll recognize it pretty much immediately. Maybe, so, maybe. You know, yeah. There's, there's probably something out there that I'm, I know I've heard of Dada. I just can't. I can't uh, put my finger on like a song. Well, they had one moment. That was it. You know, they they didn't. There wasn't much behind. I think that record. But you know, they really found real success, and they their the record did very well, and they had that hit. And it was a cynical. It wasn't like I'm going to Disneyland. It was the world is really messed up, and you know, you know, ha ha ha. Let's let's go to Disneyland. It was that. Oh, I love I love lyrical cynicism. So yeah, that's <laughs> what was going on there. It was pretty good. I just Disneyland I just crashed my car again Now I'm going to Disneyland I just robbed a grocery store I'm going to Disneyland I just flipped off President George I'm going to Disneyland Disneyland. 
I just got cuffed again. I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. Shot my gun into the night. I'm going to Disneyland. Oh. I just saw a good man die. I'm going to Disneyland. Come on. So, uh, Taylor, let's move on. Let's go to a headspace from the record Gosh. Um, let's take a listen and then we'll talk about it. Yeah.
That was our very first single ever. Came out December first of twenty eighteen, and that was yeah, that was like the beginning of college level kind of. I mean, we we wrote uh, wrote Headspace, and we're pretty happy with the chord progression, and you know, a lot of it is kind of about drunkenness in your early twenties and you know the decisions that you make in that uh, in that time period of your life, the questionable decisions, things like that. But I, I do like a little bit of melancholy and a little bit of uh, nostalgia. I really like writing with those themes in mind. Was there some lyric about thinking out loud again in that track? Yeah, yeah. Unsettling anxiety and uneasiness that you get in your uh, youth, you know, where you don't really know where you're going with your life and things like that. And, you know, at the time that Headspace came out too, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was at kind of a crossroads, I guess, if you will, with my professional and artistic um, desires, I think. Is this the primary artistic uh, output that you do? Or do you do visual arts, anything else besides music? Or is music oh, the, man. the thing? I wish I could do visual art. No, music is, music is kind of it for me. I mean, I kind of plan on doing this forever. So uh, Taylor, what a disappointment. That's all you got music. Oh, <laughs> all right. Whatever. Got to end the interview now. Yeah. I tried th- pottery th- thanks one a lot. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Well, I admire what you guys are doing and I really have enjoyed all the tracks. Let's move on though to telephone wire. This is also from the record. Gosh, listening to college level on Lester, the Nightfly. Tell me anything Why'd we even shake hands And walk away with such certainty Nothing left, so let it be One night, if you will Makes me dream, leaves you ill All I see just fades these days Blind by design to my old ways Hanging by your telephone wire Please don't cut into my lifeline
What has yeah. it been like kind of trying to make your way through this thing that started almost a year ago and, and having a band emerging and then the, the pandemic hits? What's, what's this all been like? I think in a lot of ways, it was a blessing in disguise. Now, the fact that we've been able to focus so hard on the writing and the revisiting our passion for what we're doing and, and why we like what we're doing. And I think a lot of people have been faced with this kind of dilemma for the past year now. But I think for us as writers was was what we needed. I was in a place for a little while there where my mental health was in a really ugly spot and I was ready to quit the band because I was just not wanting to participate in anything. And, you know, now I'm extremely grateful, grateful that I never did that. But yeah, I mean, on the other hand, like, yeah, we were going to do a couple tours. We'd gotten into a festival here in, in Boise called Tree Fort Music Festival, which is just like the coolest time of year is, you know, it's a week in the spring and it, a ton of touring bands. And like, we were going to be able to, you know, basically share a stage with bands that we really, really like. One band is in particular is called Vundabar. And they're awesome. They're indie rock. Uh, they're they're weird and they're cool. And I, I love I love Vundabar. The song uh, Acetone or Petty Crime, like two of my favorite songs. Also the song Chop by them. And then you have uh, the Districts. The Districts are just a great band. I think they're from Philadelphia. Um, they have a great one called uh, Young Blood or Long Distance is probably one of their most known ones. Uh, another one that we were really excited to play with was uh, Goth Babe, actually. Um, and he's, I think it's mostly just a one-man deal. And he produces all of his stuff out of his tiny house, just on his own. I'm going to take all those bands and some of the tracks that you've referenced, and I'm going to put them on the website, Lester the Nightfly. And uh, I am really anxious to start listening to that, that work myself, because I don't know those bands. I'm learning a lot more from the guests on the show oh, than I'm sure I ever imagined. It's a great imagined. tool for discovery. Oh, yeah. Oh, honest to God. I, I had almost envy you a little bit. Well, it's really, well, I, I don't get to produce the music like you do. So I, I, it's a mutual envy here because I really <laughs> admire what you're doing. There was a guest uh, two or three shows ago named David Goldman, a gold, an old friend of mine. He played his music, best music from 2020. And it would be some of the music you might recognize. I didn't. He's super on top of things. But I, I, I've gone back and I've listened to Idols and fallen in love with Idols. I, I'm shocked that I like the band oh, yeah. Idols. I know Idols. Yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a wild one. Oh, my God. And, and I, I'm like, that is so not my style. I'm, I'm like a deep house electronica. Oh, little oh, yeah. did I know. Idols is curious one though. That's I didn't expect that. That their, their musical kind of just slap you in the face. I mean, I, I watched. I watched a. I watched a tiny desk of them. Yeah, me too. Imagine that. It was me too. Fun. Oh my god, yeah, uh, that was crazy. amazing. They did one with KEXP as well. Uh, and, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I mean, and and the thing is, the thing about them is, you're like, oh, what a bunch of meatheads. You know, those guys are just, you know, something wrong with them. And then you hear them interviewed, and they are the most lucid, smart. Got the lead singers fluent in French. You're very introspective. You're like, what that is going is on? Such, that's actually such a common thread in punk artists, I've noticed, is they are all so awake, you know, hmm. just very, very, very sharp. sharp Intellectual and yeah. on top of their, they know what's going on. They know that interaction with their fans and what it yeah. means. There's a common man nature to idols that I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. We're not here to talk about idols. We're here to talk about college level, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate anybody that enjoys what we're doing and, and likes what we're doing. And, you know, I hope that 
it inspires more people to go listen to more music and, and find out what, what they think is important to them about their, uh, their personal tastes and whatnot. But yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not really one to bash anybody's tastes or music or anything like that, because I know how much work goes into this stuff. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's a fun thing. There's really not, not a feeling quite like, uh, you know, being in a room where the, the audience is, is singing your lyrics back to you. You know, that was something that I didn't ever expect to happen to me, but you know, something I'll never forget, you know, when a couple hundred people are, are singing your words, you know, <laughs> so such an image. So good. Yeah. It kind of knocks you over almost, you know, I mean, I almost, I, I definitely almost had an emotional moment looking at my, uh, looking over at Alex, like I just almost cried, but yeah, it was, it was, Oh my God, that's good. Yeah. It was really something we, we try to be as humble as we can possibly be with all this stuff, because really we're just a small band in Boise, Idaho, a state that nobody cares about. But you know, when, when you have those moments and you, it really kind of inflates your confidence for, you know, 45 minutes or so, you know, it's, it's, it's a special feeling. And I wish that more people got to feel that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's for the 43rd state. It's fine. I mean, it's not the 26th state. I mean, let's not get carried away. It's not, it's no Michigan. Okay, man, that was well stated. And thank you for sharing that. This has been a great hour with you. The music is really good. And you guys are on a path and no pandemic is going to get in the way. Uh, this has been PJ DJ, PJ yeah, Ewing here with next, Taylor Howard. Hopefully the next pandemic isn't quite as, as no. uh, intrusive. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for being here, man. Really appreciate you yeah. and your work. Thank, and I can't thank wait to you hear for more. having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Also, officially, you know, college levels uh, impression of, of Michigan is you guys are all right. <laughs> Yeah, I got thank it. you. <laughs> we appreciate speaking for the 10 million or so. We thank you. <laughs>